Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Law Chat with John and Amy. I'm John Julian. And I'm Amy Poliakopo. This week's question is, what should I expect from my divorce through trial hearing? Amy, maybe we could start out with you describing what goes on even before the actual court hearing occurs. Yeah, so the first thing is a four-way meeting, which most judges require before your pre-trial hearing. And a four-way meeting is um, is called that because there's four people at it, the two parties, and then each of their attorneys. And sometimes these meetings are incredibly productive. You'll sit down, you'll talk about the issues that are outstanding, maybe figure out what documents you need from the other side or what other information you need, and that could be hey, is your employer going to continue to provide coverage after the divorce? Or, you know, I'm going to need your W-2 from this year, whatever it is. Um, And maybe you can, you know, it's a great time we're all sitting there, maybe make some progress on your parenting plan or or whatever it is. I have also been in four-week meetings that are five minutes long where we sit down and say, okay, this is my position. This is your position. We know we're not going to agree on it and we need the judge's input. So let's not waste everyone's time and money by doing this. Um, And then, but I think one of the the big things, and I always try and do this and I know that you do as well, is just start the meetings by explaining that it's supposed to be productive and cordial and just asking everyone to Keep that in the top of their mind so it doesn't devolve into um, an argument uh, because that, then nothing gets done. And then um, before your pre-trial hearing, you also need to file what's called a pre-trial memo. And this is um, a pretty lengthy document typically that explains to the, to the judge that is hearing your case, the background in terms of your assets, liabilities, your children, your employment, and then explain which issues have been resolved and then any issue that hasn't been resolved. Um, you'll explain your side or your perspective on it and what you think your best arguments are and then explain what the other side is looking for as well. Um, and, and it goes more into like what values are still at issue, how long you think the trial is going to be. So it's a pretty lengthy document and it's, it's supposed to be filed at least three days ahead of time um, in most courts ahead of the pre-trial hearing. Um, and it's just a really um, one-stop shopping kind of for the judge to kind of get all the information that they need for your hearing. So all of that happens before you even show up for your pre-trial. Thanks, Amy. Um, that's a, a good explanation of sort of the preliminary work that goes into the pretrial hearing. And the one other thing I want to emphasize is along with the pretrial memorandum, uh, the court's also going to have an updated financial statement, which they require from both sides. So before the hearing or at the hearing, before the court or the judge hears from the parties, the judge is going to read over the pretrial memorandum of each side, looked over the financial statements. So at the pretrial hearing, it can be a very productive Um, day for everybody. The judge is going to give input on the um, unresolved issues. Um, Hopefully, everybody is taking into account what the judge is uh, suggesting or the input the judge is giving, because that's the judge who uh, typically is going to be hearing your case if you can't resolve it. Um, So that's very beneficial. And if the parties can resolve the case the day of the pretrial hearing, they can get their divorce that day. 
So there's a lot of benefits from the pretrial hearing. And it's really the first time the judge has a chance to look over the background, the history of the marriage, and really be able to give some uh, hands-on input that that I think all sides benefit from. And even if it doesn't resolve the divorce that day, usually it can help narrow the issues down even further because now the both sides have the input from a judge. Um, maybe some of the issues that were unresolved are now resolved and the ones that aren't resolved, like I said, you have the judge's input. So the pretrial hearing is a really significant uh, event in the course of the divorce. And if everybody um, is reasonable and uh, willing to compromise, it's a great opportunity to utilize the judge and and the judge's input to to make progress on the case. And I know that um, all of our clients ask us, how long are we going to be at court that day? What do you typically tell them? Um, yes, and that varies tremendously because once again, it depends, is the judge running on time or is the um, uh, judge backed up with some cases and um, how long the hearing itself goes can vary significantly also. And the other aspect that um, makes it difficult to determine how long someone's going to be in court is because the judge can give input. And then everybody says, well, let's go outside and let's talk to our clients and then let's meet and see if we can make progress. And and there's a lot of negotiations that go on. So sometimes you can be there, you know, for several hours. Other times it can be, you know, you have your hearing on time and it's unable to be resolved. And it's, you know, the judge is saying, well, where do we want to go from here? You know. Do you want a trial date, which is going to be way, way down the road? Do you want to have a status conference? In certain counties, you can request what they call conciliation. There's a conciliation program. So part of it is, even if it's not getting resolved, what is going to be the next uh, step in the divorce case? Um, but your time at court can vary dramatically depending on the case, the situation, and the judge involved. Um, and I think that is crucial. We have found most of the judges to be really helpful that pretrial day. Sometimes um, if you're just at a, a standstill on one issue, really getting the judge's opinion, especially the judge who would hear your case if you couldn't get it resolved, um, could be a, a really helpful tool. So I think of all of the court hearings, the pretrial, in my opinion, is the most helpful in getting a case resolved. I mean, temporary orders are necessary, but they don't really move you towards the end of the case. Um, so the, the pretrial is really where you get the judge's opinion more than any other court hearing. And Amy, you bring up a great point because there are um, several cases where often there's one issue that really is holding everything up, maybe two issues. And so to get the judge's input on those one or two issues can really be a breakthrough in the case and lead to ultimately getting a resolution because each side just has differing views on those one or two issues. And, and to get the judge to clarify that is a huge help. Um, Amy, I think that's a great point to stop for today. Thanks for joining Law Chats with John and Amy. We look forward to chatting with you again next time. If you have a question or comment, feel free to email us at info at yulianlaw.com. Remember that Law Chats with John and Amy is intended as a general reference and considered general advertising, and listeners should check for changes to any applicable laws and consult with an attorney on any legal issue. 
The information provided does not constitute legal advice and any thoughts or commentary by the podcasting lawyers is provided as a service of the community and does not constitute solicitation of legal advice. The lawyers in the law firm of Yulian and Associates PC make no warranties and disclaim all liabilities for damages resulting from its use. Nothing provided in the podcast should be considered a substitute for advice from counsel. No attorney-client relationship is formed by listening or participating in this podcast, and in the event that the podcast receives emails about the subject matter, no attorney-client relationship is created via the email communication.